You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Alright everybody, here we are, another edition of Drinks with Johnny. This is a very special one for, for me, for us, uh, my co-host Sam and Brandon. It's uh, our Mother's Day edition, and we thought we'd bring in uh, a rad mother uh, of four, uh, Rebby Hardy. How are you today? Hey, how you doing? Happy Mother's I'm Day. excited. Thank you. Mother's Day, it's really good. It's special for me. <laughs> yeah, well, for we sure. also have to note... You are the mother of the infamous gothic baby, right? <laughs> I am. You see, she's kind of rubbing off on me. I wake up every day a little more goth. I can't help it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Well, so how did that come to your head? I'm sure you've answered that before, but we'll start with that. Just, I mean, that thing's taken off. It's a lot of fun. Were you into goth earlier or is it kind of just kind of coming to the fold? No, you know, I guess I was always sort of an alt kid, but when I started with my modeling career, believe it or not, 15 years ago, um, obviously I was trying very much to be like Y2K bimbo hot girl. So kind of ditched the vibe for a while, but it's always been, uh, you know, goth kid growing up, alt kid growing up. Uh, and it's very much like prevalent in my home decor style. Not necessarily this room, this is like the game room office. I was going to say, that, uh, do that doesn't look like the room yet. that I've seen. <laughs> This is like party time here, but um, <laughs> the rest of the house is very like Victorian style and, you know, ornate wood carvings and sort of like Haunted Mansion-esque spooky, right. uh, you know, your dead grandma's old estate sort of thing. Um, so when I was doing my nursery for her and shared a few pictures, people were like, oh my God, this is so dark, this is so satanic, the poor baby's never getting, gonna get any colors, no light, you know, whatever, right? Bullshit. So just <laughs> as a satirical response to, you know, just people being crazy, because people always need something to complain about, right. clearly. So I that was the first episode of, you know, it wasn't even meant to be a series, it was literally just me, like, okay, yes, this is my poor gothic baby who just lives in total darkness and plays with bats all day, or, what you know, just stereotypical ridiculous god things you know so that that True is how life it, Wednesday. it popped off so now it's it's just ongoing and That's we just run with it it's great yeah i love <laughs> do that. you want do you want to be an interior decorator because i saw that the minecraft my mm -hmm. kids were super jealous of your minecraft room that you did and it seems like you got pretty good eye for the themes Thank you. Yeah, I would love to. And I actually looked into it. And you need like a degree that includes math. And that would I mean, <laughs> You don't need a degree. You just go do it. I don't think yeah, you need a degree I mean, to I do anything. Could, I don't think like... you need a degree to do anything. I'm just going to throw that out there. 
<laughs> I guess. I think to be an officially like licensed interior decorator, like I was like, ah, whatever. I'll just, you know, it's not like I'm uh, at a, a a need for for rooms to do this. I'm constantly renovating this house. I haven't even gotten to half of it. I feel like, you know, when I walked in, it was like the rooms to go catalog. So I do love your uh, from what I've seen of your house on, you know, uh, some of the some of the matches that have been there. We'll get to the one the one most recently, of course, too. But uh, it just looks like that compound, the Hardy compound, looks like something so much fun. Like it's just got to be. I would love to maybe one day uh, come down there and check it out if if you if you'd have me because uh, yeah. it looks it looks like just so much fun. <laughs> You're definitely welcome. Yeah, it's been like 13 years of just constantly renovating and doing things. Like when. I moved in without even meaning to at first, you know, all, all those years ago when me and Matt first got together, there wasn't even a driveway. There was like a dirt road. There was no lawn. It was literally wow. just like, like, a, like it, it is what it is. I'm, it's not shade. Like a country boy came into money and plopped a big old mansion in the middle of the forest. And that's literally <laughs> what it was. Literally I was all so it glad because that's exactly what it looks done. like too. <laughs> so I'm, try, I'm trying to jazz it up you know you had some landscaping with some cool shit in there get a pool all that kind of fun stuff you know yeah. sometimes you just need a woman's touch yeah well it definitely seems like it's getting it from uh from that last match that we saw that was just on AEW rampage on friday when i it's funny though because i didn't even know that that match was happening i'm a little behind on AEW, and then i saw a social post just today about it and uh, and I record everything, wow. so I quick I just went to my DVR and rewatched it real quick. It's also on YouTube, I believe, too, for anyone at home who wants to see they it. They put it out today, yeah. Yeah, the the it was uh, the Hardy family deleting the firm in AEW, and your whole family is in this. Uh, you got you got all the kids, um, and <laughs> then you come in and 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 rip a, rip a pretty good move. Um, I, no I know you had a little bit. I know you did some stuff in TNA before. Are we going to see you in AEW? Are you going to make a comeback or what? Probably absolutely not. Listen, up <laughs> probably absolutely not is the way that she just phrased Best that. Quote. I just want to point that out because that was awesome phrasing. <laughs> no, I, I am like in no in-ring shape. I have no business being near a ring. You know, I, I up until the last second, literally, they're setting up the lights and I'm telling Matt, you know, it's cool if we don't. I'm cool with not doing it. If you want to just do something else, he's like, no, no, we need you in it. We want you in it. And it's so funny because like the feedback from people, of course, people online again, loves to complain. Oh, my God, she has to insert herself in everything. Why is she in this? She just wants like, and I'm like, I literally wanted zero to do with this. Like, I'm, I was not really particularly comfortable. Like, I haven't done dick in a ring like for seven years so i was just what I was is dick in a out, ring but... is that a move too is that dick in... <laughs> <laughs> but you no, and do at home i don't know if we want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah dick in a ring is definitely matt's move no your twisted fate was sick though i was like if you haven't been in a ring in a while and you just did that last minute i i mean you still got it thanks thanks a lot of people said that and that was nice to hear because that was not the reception that i was expecting i thought everyone was was going to be the majority of like, what the hell is this fucking fat mama doing in there right now? But you know, it, it was cool. It was fine. The whole, the whole thing is ridiculous. Right. So yeah. what, if, if I'm the part that needs to make sense, then they're, they're really messing up somewhere else along in the story. So <laughs> I loved, you helped, I loved your kids just beating the crap out of Stokely in the theater. That was so good. That was, that so, was good. so good. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like the director had it out for this guy. Right. Because 
th- there's the the part that aired on TV, which was about 16, 17 minutes. And then there uh, there was like a 22 final version, which is like the director's cut. Mm-hmm. But even more than the what was shown in the director's cut, which was still about like 30 seconds more of just my children wailing on this man. I, I like it, it kept going. I kept waiting for him to yell cut. And he's just there. It was a good three minutes straight. Of my kids beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> what, who did you piss off? What did you do? Because yeah, it it was it was fun though. What a what an incredible night there, and to have everybody involved, just like the good old times. You know, when we did it in TNA, it was just us and the one baby, which uh, you know back then, of course, I thought was hectic enough. But now we're wrangling four kids, and my dad's out there tasing people, Senior Benjamin. So oh yeah, that was great. Family affair. It was it was a lot of fun though. Dude. How long does it take to film one of those? Because we see the edited 22 minutes or, or whatever, but like, how is that an all night process for you guys? So that particular one, we honestly expected it to go all night because any other time that we've done the other deletion style matches have been like literally till the sun comes up, till there is no more darkness so that the scene changes and we're forced to end. That is when we've ended before. And I guess all the crew had like early morning flights. They needed to leave at 6 a.m. So they had to like go and sleep for an hour amateurs pussies no i'm just kidding so <laughs> ended up leaving at like two three in the morning which is crazy because we were expecting to shoot until like five so there were so many things that were involved in that match that were already set up like there was a whole ring that was like rented and paid for that jeff had set up on his property he had cleared out like this crazy area to like do some more different scenes there that, that, that they didn't even get to all that there's so much that they didn't even get to just because like it was a huge crew when we did the original like final deletion with tna and stuff it was literally like a sound guy and two camera guys and me wow. <laughs> like that, literally. were you creative like, on the original tna one right that was kind of your planning yeah or you seemed like a creative so i feel like yeah like a, a lot of the character was sort of my ideas and then of course matt takes in and runs with it and he's working with the creative on like the other side but like the hair and the sort of like sweeney todd goth-esque believe it or not that was me you know <laughs> like the garb so, oh, and the okay it's all making it's all making way more sense now you you got you, you you got to play dress up with matt and then you guys started having kids and you got to keep playing dress up with with your, with your daughter <laughs> taking over one member at a time yeah <laughs> i love it i love it um one of the other things that i saw in or that i i heard about we, i mean we brought up tna um i guess you were uh at a time when dealing with tna and management you guys were able to keep that all the all the creative and, and likeness and stuff through a battle and you almost lost that and ready i believe the story goes that you had to come and save the day can you talk a little bit more about that <laughs> That that was that was so fucked up. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I we're, we're like not I we're seen. not easing you in anymore, Rebby. We're ready to go. Listen, I don't give a fuck. I I'm actually like I have some sort of deal worked out with them that I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I will talk about the stuff that's already out there gladly. Right. Uh, because it's already out there. I mean, I I had a, we all had a great relationship with Dixie Carter. Um great understanding like so many creative back and forth like collaborative things going on there and then they sold and there was the other company and they just kind of wanted to come in and i guess like show their teeth or like buck up or i don't even know how you would say it but they were trying to kind of take hold of the broken character and say that we wouldn't be able to use it Mm -hmm. and i fought to the nail for that you know like 
not only is that not fair, it's not ethical. You had nothing to do with this. You weren't even in the company. The company earlier was totally fine with it. We always had a great relationship. And here you come. Who the fuck are you? I've never even had a personal conversation with you. Just, I feel like it was like a couple business dudes like coming into the wrestling business and not really particularly understanding like how the wrestling business goes like how mm-hmm. you're supposed to and i don't ever want to be like oh my god hierarchy like politics that's not me that's not even what that was it was like basic level human decency respect type shit yeah so uh it was a huge fight i mean on our side i can't even imagine when it ended up being on their side on our side it was 40k in lawyers fees fighting this back and forth for what felt like for for nothing for something that shouldn't have even been a fight right and like right here for, hanging up in my office i've got the the broken copyright there like remind me like that that was such a fight and it could have been for nothing and it was close to but they they got tired of fighting and it and it came down to almost like a court of public opinion where people were like what the fuck are you people doing like yeah. why are you doing this and it honestly changed the business in a big way because now it's like a given that you don't do that to people, like especially at TNA or Impact Wrestling, what it is now, like everybody's just got their own thing and you retain your own thing and you are able to use your own thing if you created it. And that was like because of that whole battle that we had to go through. That's so cool. I mean, that's it's awesome. You sound just like a like like a badass in that story to me. So I'm, I'm and it doesn't surprise me. But it, what I want to say about it is that I am I'm, I'm thankful as a fan that you guys made that fight because you guys wouldn't have been able to bring it to AEW had, had, had it been that anywhere. You know? anywhere. And it's like literally ideas that came out of my ass. that came out of Matt's ass here sitting at a waffle house. I'll never forget coming up with, Oh, you should dye your hair. You should do this. Oh, we should like go to Gothic Renaissance in New York and get you some cool clothes. You know, it's like, you yeah. had nothing to do with that. You had nothing to do with that or anybody else's gimmick there to be able to dictate what they're doing and what they're not doing. Like things that came from their heart, like from their soul that they pulled out their ass. Like, no, you're not going to have that. That's mine. Sorry. Yeah. So Plus you're, you're my ass, your I get to keep it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying there, Brandon? No, as I say, like you're opening up your home, your property and everything, inviting people in, creating content there for their program. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. Right. And the thing was, I wasn't even saying like, it's just mine and no one else can use it. And that was if if I could understand there would be a fight there if that was the case. I was fine with them using it in perpetuity forever and ever. I don't give a shit. But for some reason, they wanted to fight and not have us be able to use our own intellectual property. And I was like, no, baby. Yeah. Not today. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> well, you're from New York, right? Is that the New York and you not not taking it? It could be. It probably yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that you were originally from New York until you just said that. So now I'm like, oh, yeah, now I see it. Now I see uh, it. Oh, it makes sure. sense. Yeah. That's I'm awesome, though. Queen. I love New York. I We do yeah. mix a lot of our records out there. Uh, and we in the past, we'd be out there and live there for like about a month, uh, just in hotel rooms and stuff. But I love the city, just walking around there. Best in the world. You yep. get to go back there pretty often? You still got family there or anybody? Not since the Panini, you know, I, I moved my dad from, uh, I feel like all my family from New York moved to the middle of nowhere here too. Like we moved our dad, mm-hmm. he was in New York, moved to Puerto Rico. We moved him on the property. So thank goodness for that. It's the only way I can like do stuff like this or get a moment to breathe. Right. Uh, and then everybody else kind of like moved down to the South or back to Puerto Rico. So I go and it's kind of like, it's sad because the New York that I knew was God doesn't even exist anymore. Like, I all my friends on Facebook still like, oh, this is closed. This is closed. The school's closed. Everything's everything's gone. You know, very depressing. Are you still a Giants fan? I am. I am. (laughs) I don't keep up as much as I would like to or I should, given that like I'm still to this day, like quizzed on the street by random strangers. Like, (laughs) 
Because of course you gotta like you know if you're a girl and you're a fan of anything you have to know like the yeah. coaches, husbands, players, cousins, brothers. Last I know name, that Sam know. Sam was fishing to get you with one though because we just had a uh, had a new 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 York Giant on the show here. We just got well, it, so. I, and and so you guys know I I heard I heard another podcast with you and you had mentioned that that's kind of how you fell into wrestling. It wasn't really wrestling per se. It was you dressing up for for Giants games and getting some traction yeah. with that. So yeah. you. So I got a quick question about that, if you don't mind. So you kind of did that and you were more on the interview side before you started wrestling, right? But your dad was a wrestler too. I didn't hear how that played into it. Did it or was it just completely separate your path? My, no, my dad was never a wrestler. Um, he just got, kind of pulled in through it uh, because of me. Oh, that. really? So you pulled him in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like how, how like it's so much funny so many people don't even realize that he's my dad they just think like oh yeah senior benjamin the random gardener character and it's like he's just like literally just there and i was like let's find a way to like sneak my dad in there just as like a funny haha to us and no one else would even notice and ended up getting over because people were like what the fuck is this random dude you know uh but yeah it, the whole thing happened um i was at serious nfl studios talking about the giants and whatever i it, it's insane how far that whole gimmick went in the football world and the guy who was the producer for that show on serious nfl we kept in contact and he was talking about doing this like little indie sort of startup show about pro wrestling and it's crazy because it's like the most popular show on serious xm now it's insane yeah. how much it's evolved from 17 years ago uh but kind of just started filling in for his host that would go out every now and then and started being a regular thing. And I ended up hosting on that show um, about pro wrestling. And even then I hadn't watched wrestling since I was little. We just sort of like bonded over like, oh yeah, back in the attitude era, you know, in the nineties or whatever, we used to watch wrestling. And that's, uh, we would have in, in, uh, in studio guests all the time. And everybody who would come in would say, are you in the business? What do you do? Where do you work? And I'm like, I don't do shit. I like talk on a mic, like, <laughs> and finally, like enough people said it, it was actually Prince Nana who was like, you need to train. Like you need to go, you need to do something right now. And I was like, fine, I'll start training. And like a month later I had a show on MTV as an announcer on a wrestling show. It just, what was the wrestling show on MTV? That's quick. That's quick. Yeah, which one was that? Yeah. It was called Lucha Libre USA. Oh, mm. yeah, it was very short lived. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they tried it, but yeah. Couple yeah, they had a few on MTV that were kind of like short lived. I remember they had, was it Wrestling Society X for a minute, where yeah. they had like bands and shit. It was kind of cool. Were they, yeah, oh, awesome. didn't they try? Somebody tried something too back in the day, like WWE or, or WCW tried something with MTV back in the day, and it didn't work out too well. Yeah, it was WCW. It was WCW. I heard it on the 83 Weeks podcast. So they, they oh, tried to recently? do recently? Like, nah, they talked they were talking about it recently, but they, they were, oh. it's with Eric Bischoff and it's it was during the time that he was running WCW. So it was like a whole thing over there. I listen to that podcast pretty regularly, so I, I it's not really pertinent to, to what we're talking about here except for it just popped in my head. So we could probably move on from it. What are you, <laughs> what, are you, <laughs> what are you drinking there, Rebby? I saw I see a can. I don't know what I don't know what's oh, in it. It's it's just coconut water. I don't really in drink. A can? So. <laughs> in a can, yeah, it makes me feel like a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we had a. We, I, I, I was, I was under the impression you don't, you don't drink alcohol, and I know Matt doesn't really either, right? Um, the curse of alcohol has sort of put me and this family through enough that yeah. I just. I, I'll be the anal party pooper who who doesn't allow it in the house and will throw a fit if 
anybody hey, drinks because it's absolutely. really uh it's been bad enough nothing good has ever really come of it so um right. i'm i'm happy to be the stick in the mud in that respect <laughs> oh that's all good i mean yeah everybody's got to find their way and and do their own thing so you know it's good though yeah. that everything's going good right now very happy about that and uh yeah, it was really cool that I got to that we got to get you here on the show because after having Matt on um, literally almost a year to the date in May before Double or Nothing, Matt came by uh, our house that we had rented over there and came on. And it was an awesome time uh, having Matt on. And then I saw him at the forum when AEW was out there. I was walking by and he was about to go up on the stage. And I was like, "Hey, Matt!" And he he remembered me right away at, from one from one interview. So right away, I knew, you know, even from the chat before, I knew that he was a good dude. But it was really cool. And I was there with my son and he he got down and said, hey, little man. And like it was really it was a real, really cool moment. Aww. So and then that's why, you know, Mother's Day was coming up and we're like, Sam actually was the one who was like, hey, what about Rebby Hardy? Like she has like the four kids. She's a badass. She's got all this stuff going on. She's posting about ah, it. You know, oh let's, let, let's have her on. Let's have her on. And I was like, all right, well, I'll hit up Matt and see if, if he can make the connection and here we are on the mother's day special of drinks with Johnny. So, we're gonna, Thank so, you so let, much. let's talk about some mom stuff. Yeah. Which one's your favorite kid? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just having this conversation with a girlfriend the other day. She was saying, which one of my kids was her favorite, which is my least favorite right now. And it's really, is it's a sliding scale. They're all my favorites, but for different reasons, right. or I'll just have different favorites on different days. And I know that sounds messed up, but then they all try to be the favorite the next day. So they, they behave. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smart. There's a, there's a lot of them. We're all fighting for each other's attention. No, we, <laughs> we do a lot of like mom, son, mom, daughter dates. Like I just went with Gothic Baby, the youngest on a Disney date, you know, and then I'll take a trip with another one. We sort of have to like do one on one time to keep it special with each of the kids and have our own little moments with them. I saw, that, boys you, I saw you took her to uh, to Disney World, right? Disney World. Yeah. And I will say this, like I've been in Disney World with Matt, um, even like before kids. And I got stopped more with Gothic Baby than <laughs> I ever did with Matt. I had people like she was fucking Mickey Mouse. They were coming up and asking for pictures. They were like oh, geeking out about the baby. And I was like, so what cool. universe is this? That was insane. Yeah. But I've got three boys and a girl. Mm hmm. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one -on -one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. And did and uh, <laughs> did you tell Matt that you got way, you got bothered way more about Gothic Baby than Matt? And, and if so, how did he take oh, it? 
he gets this all the time. And it's funny. It's almost like a running joke now on like TikTok that people see him in my videos and they call him Gothic Baby's dad. Like 17 time champion now, bitch. You Gothic Baby's dad. Like yep. that's what you can tell you to do. Yo, that's merch right there. You got to make that shirt. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually had one made of it for him. Yeah. He he takes it in stride. He, he jokes about it a lot. But uh, the other day he got recognized in Target and she didn't. And he was like stunting on the baby. He was like, oh, you see that? See that? They asked oh. me for a picture. Wow. That's got yeah. that's got to be so much fun to be able to go back and Have forth about baby. that. <laughs> That's so good. It is. It's fun. It's it's you, great. You guys seem like you have fun. Like, so you guys to circle back with you and Matt meeting. So you guys met via Twitter. I don't know if you, John Brando, you know this, but I I saw that you guys met via Twitter from someone who introduced you guys that you don't even know, but they That's linked you guys up. Was that yeah. person invited to your wedding, or have you ever seen that person after they did that? So many people have asked that and I actually tried to find that person and they changed their username. And then somebody told me why they might've, cause their username ended up being like a Chris Benoit reference or something. Uh, so I don't know if it's because they changed their name. I was never able to find them, but like, I've told the story a bunch of times. I tried to find them. I actually did try and invite them to the wedding. Um, I couldn't find this fan. Like I never saw that fan again. It's crazy, but it was just, I was online freaking 2010, whatever, like Twitter's new and I'm like bitching and moaning about like a shitty ex-boyfriend, right? Like, yeah, I just broke up with my man. Like, fuck this. Like, just like fuck, being stupid and young and ridiculous. And I love this your fan was like, oh my God. Very much that. <laughs> and, this, and this girl, like for some reason she was following me. I was doing some sort of like indie wrestling and announcing and stuff like that. I guess that's why she was following me. And she said, oh, you know what? I think you and at Matt Hardybrand would make a really cute couple. You know, you've both been brokenhearted and you're both really sweet. And I was like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Okay, great. I'll let you know when the wedding is or whatever. And then just a joke. And he like saved it and smiley faced it with a semicolon and a paragraph because it's 2010. <laughs> and like he ended up, uh, we followed each other or whatever. And then there was a show in Poughkeepsie, New York of all places, you know, bumfuck upstate whatever practically oh, and well. uh, th this girl was <laughs> relentless and she she was like oh are you guys you guys gonna date are you guys meeting are you guys gonna meet up you're gonna link up and then she just kept on and then finally i was like yeah how else are we supposed to consummate the marriage right <laughs> and uh jokes on me because literally i played the slideshow of that at our wedding and because since that day we were literally together inseparable um fucking poughkeepsie new york because of this random girl uh chris benoit fan on twitter that is so wild. I did not know that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's insane. That's a cool, that's, that's a different, that's a different meeting story for sure. Well, where was the first date though? Was it at an event and you just hung out or did you actually go out to eat or? So we were booked at the same show. It, I think it was like his, one of his first indie shows after like a WWE run. And I was the announcer for the DVD recording of that show uh -huh. and for the in-ring stuff. And like, we kind of all went out as a group to, Fridays or Applebee's or one of those other, you know, only things that's open in the middle of nowhere type restaurants. Right. And, and that's it. We were actually in the bathroom. He followed me. We were having like a competition all night. Right. That was like, for some reason, how we were flirting. So it was like, <laughs> oh, I got all this food. And I was like, yeah, I got all this food. And he's like, I bet I can eat you more. He's like eating more food than me. Right. And he's like, oh, I got this drink. I bet you I can have them. And I was like, all right. And then I like started. So we're like trying to one up each other all night. So then I need to go to the bathroom and I'm like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. He's like, follows me into the women's bathroom. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. 
And then he goes to the stall next to me. And I'm like, what is this, a pissing contest? And he couldn't pee, the poor boy. I guess he was nervous. What? So I won the pissing contest. But <laughs> you had a lovely pissing contest on your first date. This Hell is of a fantastic. first date, right? No, wow. but the, the best part of the story is MVP had followed him following me into the bathroom, assuming that there was a little bit of, you know, he's guarding the door as ah. we're just having a pissing contest and he's getting pee shy and I'm just having, uh, yeah, it's very romantic. Um, it's, it's my kids ask, mommy, daddy, how did you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> it was in an Applebee's. DJI Friday. Well, MVP fancy like Applebee's. Fancy yeah, like Applebee's <laughs> for sure. Getting in a getting well, a, a pissing contest though, but I do like where MVP's head head was at because I was thinking the same thing too. When you guys follows you into the bathroom, I was like, on the first date, Rebby, come on, yeah, bro, I, come on, <laughs> pay for the bill first, give me some chicken slitus first, come seriously, on, seriously, seriously, <laughs> that was a little presumptuous. <laughs> messing around, I I I I mean, I don't think he think anything. He thought anything was gonna happen, and he was. Yeah. Honestly, he was just drunk as shit. So, <laughs> I mean, whatever, nothing happened. But MVP to this day, I think is still convinced that something happened. But nothing happened. Okay, good to know. <laughs> good to know. How long were you guys together when you guys started having kids? Um, I th we were together like three years before we got married, and then kids about a year later. And did you plan to have that many kids, or did you come from a big family? Um, well, I do come from a big family, but like my, they all, I I'm one of five, uh, but yeah. I'm my dad's only kid. So I grew up sort of alone in a household. So I never really thought I would have a big family because that wasn't the household that I was, um, raised in. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just, I don't know. To this day, he's still talking about more babies. And I'm like, oh, bro, I mean, it's different <laughs> for him too, because he comes home, you know, he's home one day a week and he gets the fun, excited kids that are happy to see him and he plays and he goes back on the run. And then I'm stuck drowning in shit diapers and babies. And, <laughs> and you're, laundry, you're you know home I mean? teaching too. You're homeschooling too on top of all yep. that. Homeschooling. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot. Yeah. People like, like always ask me like they, I have this like sort of reputation of like being like a bitch or you know i have no patience literally if people saw my like day-to-day -day, it's literally like all of my patience goes to my kids to Naturally. my 10 jobs that i have to homeschooling to the kids whatever's left if there is goes to matt and even then baby count your stars and then the, the rest <laughs> i'm sorry i have no patience for anybody else and if anybody else finds anything wrong with you know it's you got to be here to understand it though it really i don't know i don't know that you need to be there i think you just need to like listen to the story and, and and try and put yourself in that position if i try to put myself in your position i'd i'd be I, I don't, I don't, I couldn't do it. I don't even, there wouldn't, I wouldn't even know how to start. Like, there's just no way. Well, kudos to you. Cause I, I mean, feel like a lot of people just assume I'm like, you know, sitting by the pool, like having a mimosa all day, but it's like, like go, go, go nonstop from the moment when I wake up. It's yeah. insanity. But you know, I, I loved it. What I always wanted more than anything in life, more than career, more than anything, always in the back of my mind is like ultimate goal is I, I want a family. I want to be a mother. So Oh, that's, that's, right. I did that's it. good to hear. Yeah, you did the <laughs> I damn got thing. What I wanted. You did the damn thing and you're doing the damn thing very well. I like to, to the point of like, I know we keep saying you guys seem like such a fa fun family. I think that's what's, that's what I gravitate towards. Right. When I see you guys posts, like we, obviously Rebby, I see your posts and then uh, you, I see the one day a week that Matt comes back and, and plays in the phone with the kids and stuff like that. And I just feel like, <laughs> I feel like it, it's, it's a very, it's a unique setting, right? You guys, it's, it's, it's all your family on the compound, you know, obviously there's work to do, you know, there's, there's the, 
the schooling and everything like that. So I'm not saying it's all play, no, no, no work. Right. But it, it, what you're putting out there just is showing such a loving family from a, from a very, di- from a different walk of life. Like it, not everyone has to get the same walk of life to, to, to show that you can have a, a, a regular loving family, you know, cause that's what it really boils down to. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the movie theater, I see Austin Powers on the, on the, uh, as one of the posters in the family movie theater, I'm like, of all next to Godfather too, next to one of like the greatest as, as, cinematic all, things. All ever. the people in those posters are us, by the way. Oh, I couldn't tell that on the or, video. That's yeah. hilarious. So I recreated all of the movie posters with like, mem- so the Godfather. It's actually, if you look close, it's the grandfather, and it's my dad. Oh, that's so rad! Austin Powers and is me and and Vanessa is is hit you know, Matt and Vanessa. That's me and him. Like all we're just we were put in there. I reach. I shot everything. And, and you did it all yourself. And, and I did it all. Yeah. You yeah. didn't like send. You didn't send that off to like a. You know, there's companies for that. They could do that. No, I do it. I do a lot of fantasy photography. I do a lot yeah. of wrestling photography too. A lot of Matt's like eight by tens and his old website design and all that kind of stuff. So oh, that's that creative awesome. brain like we were talking about. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, all this behind me too. I designed pinball machines. So these are a couple of my machine play fields behind me. Oh, that's rad. So yeah, a lot of design work. <laughs> so I did have a little game I thought we could play if you guys are up for it. I got, there's uh, some iconic moms through uh, TV and the movies over the years. And I was going to have a, I got like eight questions here. And we'll see if you guys can answer who these moms are. Before you get to those questions, because I got I, I nope. cut myself off there real quick. I did see yeah. the uh, the pinball stuff, and did you make a a Matt Hardy pinball machine that you did found at a different arcade, like randomly? I did. Um, I actually bring that one to shows. I bring a lot of my machines to like pinball conventions and pinball shows and stuff. I've actually won one of the awards is there for my first Bueller's Day Off uh, custom pinball machine. But yeah, I did a machine chronicling his whole career. And uh, the the goal is to become broken by going through all of the different modes to win titles on your expedition of gold. The game is called Matt Hardy's Expedition of Gold, and it uh, just does the whole life story of his professional career. And uh, where did you fall into pinball? Uh, it was through that game. So I uh, I had this idea to do like a commemorative game for his career. I do a lot of like a lot of my gifts are sort of like that to like honor him and honor his career, and you know just have that stuff sort of like uh done in a physical way to memorialize stuff and the guy that i was working on that did it um he we ended up just getting rid of whatever designer they had and i just did the whole thing and since then me and him have partnered together and we do machines together now that's super cool so so when you're gonna do a drinks with johnny one for us oh (laughs) i'm ready i'm ready let's go i love that i love that no i think it's super cool obviously Getting into the artistic side of, of Rebby is, is, is super fun for me, but I think we, we, we'll get into this game here. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I noticed that. And then now, now that I see that, now that you said that about those posters, I got to take a closer look because I'm a big Austin Powers fan too, but I was like, really next to the Godfather? But like now it makes <laughs> Who's Austin? Sense. You're a big Austin Powers fan? I love those movies. Those, those movies are, I w- when I was a teenager, those movies came out and I would like, same, that was like my vernacular same. to my friends. I would quote, you know, like very shagadelic, everything like, like everyone did. It was pop culture, man. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was awesome. My first baby's middle name is 
danger. Uh, <laughs> no went way. for danger. That's so That's good. Rad. That's rad. So when everybody no, asks me his middle name, name, you can say danger is my middle name. That's so good. <laughs> from Austin Powers. Is yeah. that Max? Is Max your oldest? Uh, Maxwell, yep. Maxwell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Maxwell Danger Hardy. I love it. I love it. That's a badass name. Yeah, so I'm glad you, it's like, I I, I don't tell that to everybody because a lot of people are like, what, they don't get it or they don't understand, but like, you're, you're an Austin Powers friend, like, you would get it. You oh, know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, cool. Someone's going to get it. Yes, please. It's all right there when he's, when he's checking out. Yep. It's a fantastic movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get on to the game so we can talk about a little bit more badass mothery. All right. This is going to be all over the spectrum from TV, movies, personalities. I'll try to lay these up. And uh, do you guys want to play a little competition or do you want to give ladies first? And then if she doesn't get it, you guys get a guess or how do you guys want to do it? Nobody well, can we do both? Me. You know she wants to do the competition. She just said that her first date, she had a literal pissing contest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, That's let's true. do the competition. But uh, obviously she should go first. Yeah, first. mom's first. Mom's first. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, how about we'll, we'll just all yell it out? Whoever whoever I hear first gets the point. We'll do that. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you really thought. I'm glad I asked Sam. you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna change it. I did what I wanted, anyways. Jesus. All right. <laughs> uh, this is how we do things. Uh, this TV mother of three took in a nephew from the streets of West West Philadelphia. Oh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, get out of here. Oh, but what's your Vivian? Yeah, what's the mom's name? Vivian, you got oh, it. Oh, I didn't. It. Sorry, I didn't know I had to come up with the name of the mom. Uh, oh. We gotta listen to the question. And she got it. Okay, so I jumped the gun. We got. Uh, let me put. Ready. How do you follow oh. Will Smith in the snow? Uh, you wow. follow the Fresh Prince. Oh, that's. Uh. <laughs> That's I'm such, sorry, I'm wow. sorry. You That's can you can cut joke. my feet. That's a mom joke. That's a yeah, mom yeah. joke right <laughs> there. If I've ever heard it. I like it. I'm stealing it. I'm stealing it for sure. Oh God. All right. Uh, all right. Uh this TV mom is so iconic. She is wildly known for just her first name and shrill voice. Oh Peggy? Uh, Roseanne. 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 Uh, um, nice. Brando. <laughs> Brando. All right. I don't like these games. Right. We just played a game two days ago on the show. It was it was terrible. Yeah, it went a Sam lot. Sam makes terrible games and he doesn't do research. He reads headlines. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you get for putting me in order. You guys that's are why, <laughs> that's why your dad is a wrestler, Rubby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he saw that he, he saw the headline and was like, oh yeah, it must have been true. And Rebby's like, So no, your dude. dad's a gardener, you tell me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, fantastic. let's see here. This badass mother would do anything to protect her son, even if it means preventing a future apocalyptic rise of the machines. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Man, you've got an even game here. We're all tied up. I like it. I love it. (laughs) All right. This TV mom sported leopard skin pants. Love Bond. She got me. She got me. (laughs) You got it. Yeah. Uh, I'm the biggest Mary with Children fan. I have a... I have a Al Bundy poke hides jersey signed by Ed O'Neill uh, oh, framed shoot. up in my house uh, at, at the bar where I usually do this uh, this podcast from. Oh, cool! <laughs> you no, I just know me and Peggy are the only moms on TV that wear leopard skin pants. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, oh. there should be more, but you 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 wear them well. <laughs> All right, uh, Mila Kunis, Catherine. 
Bad Pain. Moms. Dude. Yeah. It, we're in what movie? Bad Moms. Feud. You're just like, wow. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm on fire tonight. Get the buzzer. <laughs> All right, so now we got to tie. Brando, you got to get you got to get one to tie this up. Uh, all right. Mm. Okay. You're really going to so, make me have to put a lot of uh, backing music so that this doesn't take, take so long in, in post. Well, I can't this read my writing. I, yeah, it just, it's going to do that. I'm going to have a record player just go, well, just go completely dead for a while. All right, so Disney movies are mainly known for parents dying in the beginning. But what movie is notoriously known? What? Mainly Bambi. known? Mainly? Bambi. Bambi. Mainly known. Bambi. Yeah. Of course, Let's that was go. easy. Let's go. We're tied. All right. We're tied. All right. Everyone's tied. All right. Let's get into wait, wait, a little more fun. What, what, before we move on, we just had, we just, Rebby was just talking about going to Disneyland or Disney World. We're all Disney fans here. How are they known mostly for it? I know that they're known somewhat. Okay, what's the th what is Bambi dying. about? Tell me what Bambi's about. Bambi, right now. Bambi, yes, but you said all of Disney, like as if that happens in every Disney movie. Oh, it does. Are you kidding me? It does actually. In the Frozen uh, live show at Disney World, there's a line in there, jokingly like put out about how all the moms are always dead in all the movies. That's so, wow. up. They why, broke why the fourth this wall. Up on they our they, on they our admitted it. <laughs> this is our Mother's Day episode, and and we. It, <laughs> But Fuck it's the it. mother of a goth baby. We have to bring up death and <laughs> true. darkness. Oh, yeah, this is fair. This is fair. Yeah. All, right. all right, we're all tied yeah. up. We're all tied up. I guess I'm the, I'm the fool here. <laughs> have you guys heard of the lore of of the Disney movies where they they all kind of intercept? Like uh, Anna and Elsa's parents were actually on a ship to go see Rapunzel's wedding, and they and the ship oh. that Little Mermaid sees is actually their ship, and they had like they've strung them all together and i think with all the way they do these multiverse stuff they got to do a movie where they like bring an avengers them all like an oh, avengers yeah. the way get together i think that'd be sick that'd <laughs> be like fun. It. all right uh one more fun movie uh what movie has amy poehler playing a hilarious age-arrested mom who states there are uh, no baby rules mama. In this baby mama there are no rules uh, in no, this mean house. girls mean girls mean girls oh yes. pulls ahead I'm not a regular uh, mom. I'm a cool mom. I love yep, Mean Girls. That, you Have got you it. That? You even filled in the blank. <laughs> yep. So good. Uh, if you're going to drink. All right. God damn it. Uh, Psycho is notably uh, about a son who murders people dressed as his mother. But what horror classic flips the roles and the mother kills as the son? Oy. I think... It's uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Sorry, I, came I was back like, I know that's the that guy. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, my, 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 for people at home that don't understand why I keep cutting out, uh, I'm I'm in an undisclosed location still, and something's going wrong with my system. So I apologize. don't lie. You're googling the answers over there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's cheating for sure. For, I wish I was. That would be a lot cooler. <laughs> well, you do. You were quoting Mean Girls though, as I as I glitched out there for a second. Oh, That's sure. another one of my favorite movies. I've uh, seen the, yes. the live play and everything. It's actually a staple in my house. We watch it as a Christmas movie, and I know it's not really oh, a Christmas nice. movie, but because they do like the, they do the play. Where they do the you went to the play, yeah, at, Se at Seagram's. No, I saw it. I saw it when it was on Broadway. Uh, oh, six, five, I just six saw it ago. locally. Oh, lucky! Karen and I had a date night the uh, last month going to see it. Yeah, such a so many great quotes. If you're gonna drink, <laughs> I just want you to do it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, 
Friday the thirteenth. We got it. I got one more. Okay. I think I think Brandon's losing right now. I think Rebby's tied with me right now. You guys are tied. <laughs> well, let's do this. Brandon, you're out. This wow, is the tiebreaker. Fuck you. Wow. Aww. Tiebreaker. I only got one more. It's like we Jeopardy. Find a he didn't. He didn't have yeah. any points at the, at the, 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 the <laughs> final Jeopardy question. Thank you for playing. Here's a parting gift. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. The world fell in love with this foul-mouthed queen of metal when she let cameras in to view her family. Jared Osborne. Oh, God, I was getting there. Damn it. Nice. Got it. <laughs> that was good. We have a winner. See? And we didn't even let you win. You won. No, I was trying. 100% I was definitely trying. I don't like losing. Yeah. I don't like losing in trivia games. Like that 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 bumps me out. Good for you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Podcast <Show's> is over. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks for being on the show, Rebby. Uh, really great. Bye, <laughs> God. <laughs> no, those were good, Sam. That was a much well, better better game than the last one you tried to play. That was still. I'm still upset with that horror movie list. That was not. It's not accurate. <laughs> it's masses. It's not traditional horror. It was bad. So, how do you unwind from the kids? Like, what time do you, what time do your kids go go to bed? Uh, usually about nine o'clock. Uh, they used to have a super late, late schedule because they used to literally go on the road with us and wrestling shows don't end until one in the morning sometimes, ridiculously enough. Uh, but now it's about nine o'clock. So I literally like rush to get them to bed to do this, for example. Uh, well, Not thank bad. you so much for for, yeah. for that. I mean, uh, we, we, I'm sure we have a few more things we want to talk about. That <laughs> we're not trying to do the send off early, but I do appreciate the time and the patience and everything like that. It's really cool of you. Of course, pop on so quick. So but much. yeah, but so with, I mean, with the four kids, you, like you, like you said, how how do you unwind? Like if they're they're going to bed at nine, are you like like for me when I'm at home, my kid goes to bed at eight. I'm in bed by 8.30 and, like, watching TV and vegging out. Like, I'm like, it's been a long day. And I've only got one. So I, I can't even imagine. So, like, I think Sam was about to ask, like, how, how do you unwind at the end of the night once they are once they are? Uh oh here? I'll come in there because we got DJ Johnny. Oh, God. DJ. So to piggyback off that, creatively, 
is that when you do all your stuff or are you able to do it during the day or do you have no, no time? No way. During the day? <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything during the day. So when the kids go to sleep, it's a lot. I, I never really get unwind time. It's more like pass out from exhaustion time uh, because like this is the time that I'll like work on editing pictures that I have to do for clients or pinball stuff or catch up on content or editing and you know, all that other kind of stuff. So or be on a really badass podcast where the host keeps going away because he can't fucking get his shit together. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> this is a good night. <laughs> this is the most like adult interaction that I've had in days. So, oh. <laughs> dude, that's I mean, well, you guys are on that compound and, and you know, we, you mentioned the panini. I think you called it the panini before. And I think you were referring <laughs> to the pandemic. Uh, is, so but you, do you guys like was that, that probably wasn't much. Oh, my God. Man. No. Bro, are you in that underground Vegas bunker? I just read. About he is. That. He is. Sam, your you audio is gone. Bunker? Sam, I can't even hear your audio right now. He's gone. This has just gone to hell. Oh, man. Oh, no. We've lost everyone. All right, I'm back. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, apparently I'm in a bunker. He I'm in, a, into frame I'm in like an the Airbnb. I'm in an Airbnb <laughs> in Vegas. Like, I don't know what the hell's happening here. It's, it's just... Uh, let's just try and get past it. Let me try and get that question Aww. out. So like being, being in that on the compound and everything like that, was it much of a change for you, uh, for you guys? Cause I mean, you were already, you're already out in the middle of nowhere on a compound with your kids. It wasn't like, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was a huge, I, I was like born and raised in New York, Queens, New York, like a bodega downstairs, a Chinese place across the street kind of thing. And I got to drive 30 minutes just to go to a grocery store and not even like a target. You know what I wow. mean? So it's out here, out here. The second I open my mouth, I feel like I've assimilated enough that it's not so obvious. But like, even to this day, people are like, y'all ain't from around here, I reckon. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, I want to die. Like, how did I end up here? But it is it is a big change. But the the space is great. I think of how I grew up and, you know, like my only nature was like the concrete park with a basketball hoop, out, you yeah. know park outside my house and it's so different here you know we could run around naked if we want literal you know <laughs> and do you do you style. are you telling us that you guys oh yes that? i do oh <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> like right in the lawnmower right in the lawnmower naked you ever you ever pull that <laughs> crazy, crazy things have happened with that lawnmower trust me. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that's how you ended up with four kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I understand the old timey days, man. There wasn't much to do, and that's why everybody had eleven kids. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We were we I'm I'm a one and dunner. I don't know. My I always make the joke, but it's kind of true. Like I wanted two kids, my wife wanted zero, so we ended up uh settling on one. Uh, um, <laughs> oh my god. And now that now that he's six, I'm kinda like I I get it. We don't need another uh, kid. <laughs> Three of us are good. Though. It is a fun yeah. age. It is. It is a super fun age. He's just. He's a big wrestling fan now too, which was why it was so cool that Matt was was came down and said hi to him real quick and stuff when we saw him at the forum, because I got him watching AEW uh, all the time. It's like we record it so that I can watch it because it's a little late uh, by the time it, yeah. it's over and stuff. So you will usually watch it over the weekends together, and he he's he he loses his mind. Like he's so invested in the characters, like. He, like, oh, I love that. The first time he got into it, he was three years old, and Darby Allen had come over to the house and done the podcast, and be, we'd become friends, and he lost to uh, Miro, and Frankie bust out into tears, because he, he was just like, oh, I thought he was going to win, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Aww. buddy, and then you don't really want to like 
break it, break the news to him too early. Yeah. Yet. Like, you know, I want him to enjoy it, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's his Bambi right there. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> lost, his, <laughs> lost his innocence right there. You got to feel your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that. It's it's so cool that like Maxwell's into it now too. My my oldest is seven, you know, and oh wow. It, he's getting to live the the dream, I feel like, you know, interfering in matches with a swanton, you know. I'm like, dude, his swanton kid, was on. I know how point. good you got it. I when I saw him do the swanton, I didn't even realize he was seven. I thought he was a little older. But now I'm gonna have to call my son out and be like, "Where's your swanton at, bro?" Like, there you go. Like you're Where's your career? There. What's that? <laughs> Where's your career? Exactly. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, he draw, he does a pretty mean drop kick on me uh, on the bed, but we don't have a ring at our house either, so I can't really fault Aww. him too much, you know. <laughs> That's so cute. So obviously they they've been traveling with you guys like like you said at a young age, so they're just living it and in it. Do you I mean, do you guys ever discuss the possibility of of any of the four following in your guys' footsteps in professional wrestling? I think Matt, like in his head, he's sort of already like assumed that they're going to because that's I don't know, I guess that's just the industry and he's brought them up to love it and they've been brought up in and around it. Um, I think one of them at least will probably end up in it. Right. I, I If it was up to me, I would say, please, no, none of them. I obviously right. like this little kid stuff and you know along with dad on tv is kind of fun but knowing what i know about the wrestling industry it scares the shit out of me um it's it's you gotta fight to get out of it alive sometimes so yeah all right so how many disney movies do you guys watch on a loop because i have one kid and i've (laughs) seen every fucking pixar movie like twenty thousand times Oh, yeah, it that might have been us. But being that we're in the forest, and we literally just got internet for the first time last year. That's how out here we are. Wow. We didn't have any streaming. I know it's fucking crazy. The only way we could watch movies in our theater was like old school, like through DVDs, like connected oh, wow. with you yeah, guys crazy. still have DVDs players in your house. That's wild. I mean, we had no choice. <laughs> if I wanted to show them anything interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's messed up. But now we have streaming. And honestly, the baby just saw her first Disney movie, like right before we went to Disney. So she could like kind oh. of understand understand and like be hype about it when we go so we've probably only seen like three or four of them and it's like two or three times they're big into gaming and stuff so whenever we have like a free minute for like screen time they want to be like doing an unboxing they have their own little like gaming youtube channel or like we stream on twitch and they they really love that kind of stuff that's cool that's That's so cool (laughs) you guys have like an arcade too right yeah that's pretty rad i i did not (laughs) We we don't have arcades out in Southern California in our houses. There's not there's not a lot of space for that. So I I, uh, I had to go take my quarters down when I was a kid and stuff. It was different time, different time. These kids today yeah. they got it easy. <laughs> I tell them all the time, man. You, you, this is not normal. Like not everybody has action figures of their dad. Not everybody has an arcade in their house. Like not everybody's on TV. Like I don't think they get it honestly. But how, yeah, how do you how do you manage that? Because I mean, like I. I think I'm in a similar, not 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 exactly the same, but in a similar similar thing. My son's gonna come out and see his first show in Florida. Um, he's never actually seen me pl- perform, so oh, uh, well, not not that he remembers. Here. So because we've been we've been off the road for five years. So I, I I I as a question from a parent to another parent here, when do you start? Like, how do you keep them humble, but also let them understand like this isn't this isn't normal? You know, like like you're yeah. in a pretty you got a, you're in a pretty different position than most kids yeah i i feel like what 
kind of hits it home to them more than anything. Oddly enough, it's like when we go out in public and they're so used to it at this point, but they're like becoming like more aware of their surroundings and situations and stuff that like when people come up to us in public, they, they start asking like, wait, why? And like yeah. explaining that kind of got them into it. Like, oh, well, you know, dad is on TV. Like not everybody's on TV. Like what if you saw Ryan's world? Would you want to go up to him sort of thing? And they're like, oh yeah, okay, I get it. I feel like I'm that type of mom though, because we are like kind of so isolated geographically. And then like in every way, period. <laughs> like I'm that kind of mom that's like constantly showing them like, like videos of like other kids and like shitty situations like this could be you like, you, know, <laughs> yeah. like, you don't want to clean your fucking room look at this fucking kid living in a shed kind of thing you know what i mean <laughs> so you go, for scare, you, you, Sarah you go music. for scare tactics to, to, to get- <laughs> i'm gonna send you to the boys camp you know like <laughs> and I it's love funny it. because like their closest relatives are like kids their age are their cousins who's jeff hardy's kids so it's like yeah can't even use them as an example you know so no. yeah they're, they're they're getting it though they're starting to get it that's awesome that's it's <laughs> just funny just to, to hear the difference i mean everyone has as a parent i think you understand um you have uh quite a you have more experience on it than i do but i think especially with the first one if you can remember it's kind of like you don't know, you don't really know what you're doing. There's not like a real book because every, every person is different and that's what a child is, is a person. So it's like, yeah. like how you don't really know, you just do, right? I feel like at a Starting certain point. Starting over every time. <sighs> yeah. That's got to be, I don't, I, I don't want to start over now. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. What are yeah, all my kids like for- are so super different too. Like they, it's funny because they all look like twins, but they're all have such distinct differences with them them like my first is so empathetic and like sensitive and kind and sweet and like my second is very much like artistic always doing something like he reminds me a lot of myself like he's always like building a fruit stand or now I'm gonna become a gallery painter it's like always something like crazy and I'm like oh I see myself in that and then the third one is just a demon you know the gothic baby (laughs) the third one's always a demon yeah (laughs) I was I was the third one too. Uh, I was the last, okay, so you know. But I was the last one. I was the last one too. <laughs> oh, Makes man. sense. Oh man, this has been an awesome time. Sam, do you have any more games or any trivia, or uh, should we let her go so that she doesn't have to keep seeing me freeze on her screen? And we'll just have to <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to try this again sometime and have her back on the show with where we could go a little bit more deep. And I and I don't uh, keep glitching out. Although she was dancing to it, I saw a couple of times. So that was. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you back when, him sick can you hear me <laughs> yeah. yeah oh good it works now i'm using my other audio no we'll have to have you back when uh we're back in our normal setup so we don't have all these technical difficulties but uh, i'm we'll, used to it now that i know that you're so competitive we'll i'll, I'll up the up the ante a little bit on the games and get yeah. this real present some stakes here yeah there we go something we'll be fighting for oh, i did want to mention i already have stakes i already have stakes for the oh. next time we gotta we we gotta put up like artistic stuff against each other. Like we gotta send each other like either memorabilia or oh or nice. We have to like commission us to do something for you or, or you commit. Oh yeah. yeah, let's, we'll figure let's something do out. it. <laughs> Maybe we'll even I do love- it sooner than later so that we'll just do a follow up on this and get it out and it'll be fun. We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk nice. afterward. We'll we'll text afterward. <laughs> cool. I think we actually might be seeing you guys in a week. We're going to that sick new world thing. 
Oh, this will be. Nice. I think this will be on after the fact, but yeah, we're doing yeah, that. No, this is this. I'm not sure yet when we're gonna we're gonna release this for Mother's Day. I was gonna maybe even release it on Mother's Day. You're going to Sick New World. That's 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 the one in Vegas. That's yeah. Saturday. Well, you know, there's an okay. event sevenfold immersive uh, event saw. right now yeah. at that time. You want to check I it saw. out? Just let me know. When when do you guys go to Vegas? Just just we Saturday? get there Friday, and then we're doing the show Saturday, and then we leave Sunday. So okay, it's well, this episode. Okay, well, this episode will will uh, come out after it. You just solidified that for me because I'm going to say light right here on the air. We're doing our first ever show back. It's a secret show at Area 15. Um, we're just doing those. It's to get our sea legs back because it's been five years and we want to see our fans. There's a bunch of fans that are going to be there for the Area 15 thing anyway, and that's why I'm out here. So we're, rehe we're rehearsing, checking out the Area 15 thing, and then we're doing a show Friday night. So if you guys are in and you want to come, please oh, be my guest. I want to come. Ooh, awesome. we got the exclusive. Nice. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Just keep that on the vest, though, when you're, when you're talking to other people after this until this episode. Until, until put it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Put it on Twitter right now. <laughs> She's definitely putting it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. She's been Twitch live streaming this whole time, guys. Oh, no. I'm simulcasting today. Oh, God. oh, shit. No, but seriously, uh, I'll text you. And if you guys make it in time, uh, you should absolutely come out. I'd love to, uh, to see you in person. I've met Matt in person, not you yet. And I, I think it'd be a lot of fun for, uh, for me if you guys would, would be, would be cool. willing to come out. Fun. Hell yeah. We don't have plans Friday yet. So. Awesome. We'll now you it. do. <laughs> well, very, very cool. I'm going to get out of here before I glitch again. Uh, but thank you so much, Rebby. And I hope to see you Friday night. And uh, congrats on everything that you and your family are doing that. Again, the, 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 the last uh, video at the compound, I was I was popping for it. I was like, this is this is rad. <laughs> and the kids being involved was just, again, swanton bomb. Like that was I did not see that coming. Uh, very, very cool. So, um, you got anything to promote while before we let you go? I have actually written a children's book. It's called oh. Life of a Gothic Baby. Um, we're going to be starting <laughs> yes. pre-orders within the next three weeks, and it's about inclusivity and sort of not having preconceived, ignorant assumptions about people who are different from you. Really, um, sort of embracing gothic and alternative cultures in different families because there's not that much representation especially not in children's literature right. for any alt goth or alt families so um it's all about that sort of like embracing who you are and being proud and not judging people for what they look like i love that Very you cool. said the pre-sales coming up soon for that do you have a date yet yeah yeah just in the next three months is what they've told me yeah okay okay slow. well we'll keep an eye out that's what that's when we'll have you back when we have you back when, yeah. when that when that pre-sale goes on we can pump it up we can uh, oh, know, that'd be so amazing! And, and then, uh, yeah, Thank you uh, so much. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll be in touch, and we'll definitely make that happen. And uh, everyone, be on the lookout for that pre-sale because it means two things: one, we got a really great children's book coming out, and you'll get to see Rebby right here on the Drinks with Johnny show for the second time in the season. So it'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll, we'll have a lot of fun with that one. Yay! I'll bring Matt on for it. Oh, that'd be so, great. That'd, that'd be, be great. great to get the book. <laughs> bring the whole family on. Why not? Let's just have a good time. Right? Yeah, we'll have the kids want on the keyboard. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, oh, thank, you again. thank you, thank you so again, much. Rebby. We're gonna. I'll say goodbye to you now, and then I'll put a wrap. I'll put a bow on this with uh, my two co-hosts here. So, uh, you guys have anything you want to say to Rebby before she uh, uh, dips out? No, we're stoked to meet you Friday in person. Yeah, Yay. stoked to meet you. I want you to Yay. throw Johnny in the Lake of Reincarnation because I got to see like 1999 Johnny Christ again. Oh, yeah. What is he going <laughs> to come out as? Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys don't even know. I've got plans. I've got plans. 
<laughs> nice. All right, guys. I can't wait. Thank you so much. Thank it was you, fun. Debbie. We'll talk. Thank to you. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. That was awesome. That was, good. That was, that was, that was great. great. There was that some was cool so stuff good. in there that I didn't realize from Revy too. And she's, and I mean, and that's just her accolades, right? But like getting a chance to talk to her, you, uh, getting her personality a little bit, you could tell she's she's awesome. Like she's she's, she's a, a badass, yeah, dude. She's a badass yeah. uh, pioneer. You know <laughs> uh, everything there. You know gets it all done while while uh, Bro, she's a professional. She didn't. She's the, the backbone. Yeah, she's like the backbone of that Hardy family, man. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. And it's, well, it's the moms positive. usually are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it yeah. is again Mother's Day, everybody. So happy Mother's Day to all you moms that might be listening to the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, to your guys's moms, Sam, Brando, happy Mother's Day. You know. And, and happy Mother's Day to the anal queen. This is Johnny Christ. Wow. Yeah. Why you gotta bring that up, dude? We're trying to. I'm trying to be nice here. This is why I fuck with you guys because I'm trying to be nice, and then you bring it's, that shit up again, like. That was in the past, man. Stop bringing shit up. <laughs> it, it's, only, it's only funny because we were looking for guests for a Mother's Day episode. We're like, Who do, do we know any like famous moms? I'm like, Johnny, wasn't your mom famous for something? <laughs> she was not famous for that. We already talked about it on the, on the JJ episode. It was a prank. Fair. She was not Fair. the anal queen. Jesus. <laughs> happy no, Mother's Day, true, Mom, if you're listening. Uh, happy Mother's true Day. Mother's Day to your mom. Your mom's a sweetheart. She's yeah. always good to everybody. And, She's the best. You know. So, and uh, to our wives and, and, and to our fiancés, wives. right? Yes, our wives that uh, are the backbones of our families as well. Um, absolutely, Definitely. I can say that for sure. Um, so happy yeah. Mother's Day to them all. And uh, thanks, you, thanks to everyone at home listening and watching this episode. Hope you guys uh, have a great weekend, uh, rest of your weekend, and, and enjoy your mothers and take good care of them and the mothers in your life. And uh, I guess that's it. So until next time, as always, cheers. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.